0: All right, it is Monday on daily delivery Michael Rand here Patrick Roycey with me as always on Mondays Patrick you know when I was trying to put together the show yesterday it kind of seems like ah man this is not the uh, not the busiest stretch of the sports calendar by any stretch of the imagination but it you know sometimes the the slower times give us even more to talk about we got to talk today about the twins I want to get into some I want to get into some NBA summer league stuff with you because I just think that is one of the great rackets to have emerged <laughs> in sports if we're talking about off-season calendar filling the uh, the NBA summer league is number 1 on uh, up there it's it's inching inching up there on the list um got to talk wild this uh, this Kyrie situation that's being reported is not good to say the least we'll get into that a little bit as well as the goalie uh issues they seem to be having right now as well um and maybe a little bit of links and loons at the end to both of them um playing well lately links went into the wmb all-star break on a good note and the loon suddenly can't stop scoring uh but patrick let's talk let's talk twins at the jump um salvaged a game against the Rangers still. It seems like no matter what they do, they're out there. Every time I look at the standings, they're four and a half games up, which is what they still are now, even after losing what three in a row, the last one against the White Sox. And then the first two against the Rangers, um, just not a good, not a good AL central at all. But, um, you know, they get, get, got the one yesterday, which felt kind of important, but yeah, you know, still this kind of this team that, you know, top heavy a little bit you see the, the all-stars with Buxton and uh, and arise you know is leading the league and hitting. but you know still this team that every time you start to say ah they're good, they lose some games and every start to say, every time you start to say ah, things are falling apart then they start winning some games. they're, they're still hard to figure out even after 90 some games this year.
1: It has, uh, if we uh, weren't uh, so frustrated, it has been an amazing, uh, pretty much uh, over two-week stretch, where every game uh, you don't know who's going to win in the night. Yeah, I mean, it's been an incredible number of uh, of uh, one-run, two-run games where uh, they were either coming back or the other. More often, the other team was coming back, as was as took place in Arlington over the weekend where the, uh, Rangers just, they kept getting leads and the Rangers kept wiping them out. Uh, I, they, they, I wonder how many times in, I, I was thinking it was, they had a five run inning and got beat and they had a six run inning and got beat. I wonder how often that's happened back to back games. And then yesterday Duffy comes in and, uh, gets him out in the ninth inning that that helped a lot to, to see him now usable again, uh, helps a very beleaguered bullpen. I was looking him up. He uh, the today his pitches. He was just getting mur- uh, murdered earlier this year with the curveball. Yeah, and he's so curveball happy. And he throws the knuckle curve and then he throws the the big looping curve. And that big looping curve, he kept. He'd throw three in a row and he'd hang one of them, and some guy'd hit it six hundred feet. I looked yesterday. He didn't. Th- None of them were listed as just straight old curveballs hmm. as as that he threw, throwing quite a few changeups too, which is something he really had never done before. So they've mixed up his pitches and they're kind of keeping him away from that uh, that loop and hook that was his uh, bread and butter pitch uh, when he first came up. Uh, but having him usable would certainly help um they they are they drive me crazy as you probably know i've said it before with are they're so drake breaking ball crazed heavy uh heavy uh they even got duran throwing the splitter and the and the breaking pitch uh, instead of throwing it 103 102 a lot of times uh but uh yeah, they lucky to get out of there with one, and that's for sure. One good sign is uh, Buxton hit the wall and uh, didn't have to take the next day off. Yeah. So uh, he played, uh, you know, he's playing more. It's uh, not not in center field, and a lot. But when you look at him, he's got 23 home runs now, right? 23. Yeah. Right? He's also hitting 216 or 17. And his on-base percentage is not 300. He's, uh, everybody's, the people who want to create the narrative that he's the best player in baseball, uh, he's not in the conversation with those kind of numbers. So, uh, you, know, you know, A, because of those numbers, and B, uh, because of uh, the fact that he doesn't play center field all the time anymore, which is one of his great, Assets and just see that he's not hitting, except for hitting his home runs once in a while. He's Sano, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, that's a good when, point. He's he's kind of having a, a year like you would imagine Sano could have.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I mean, Sano having
1: those uh, home run, you know, last year he hit thirty, and uh, yeah, I don't know. They're uh, they're an interesting uh, outfit to say the least. But the uh, the the idea that uh, slot balling Devin Smeltzer was going to uh become a staple in your rotation uh, i think we're starting to see the end of that too he gave up seven runs the other day they are still a way shy in the starting rotation
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: winder i think gave a little lift but uh yeah i i i just you know the the advantage they have Uh, in the division is nobody's chasing (laughs) when you, when you don't have anybody chasing you uh, it it helps because the White Sox still don't have their act together. And, you know, Cleveland has found out how good they are, which isn't very good at all. So uh, you, you just kind of, you know, right now, the uh, team that's playing the best in the division is the mighty Tigers. Right. uh, it's a big advantage to say the least it'll be interesting uh, Milwaukee coming to town I wonder uh, they got a Tuesday night and a Wednesday afternoon I wonder if they'll uh, wonder if they'll go over 30 for those two games if we'll get to see some and the, the, the attendance has been better uh, they but they still have a lot of non believers I guess including me <laughs> so
0: we'll uh Switch your checking account to Royal Credit Union and discover a better way to bank. Royal Credit Union is a financial co-op, not a corporation, so we return earnings to our members. That means you get low or no fees for account services and better rates on deposits and loans. You'll also have all the digital tools you need at your fingertips, so managing your account is easy. Royal is ready to help you discover the credit union difference. Switch your checking account to Royal Credit Union today at rcu.org yourchecking. Insured by NCUA. Like Cleveland, like caught them, and then all of a sudden, I don't even think the Twins have played all that great since then, and it's still back to four and a half now in in the division. You, like I said, it seems like no matter what they do, they they can't they can't fully lose this lead. None of these other teams are are chasing them down. That that said, the pitching, even though the ERA, I think the team ERA is still like ninth or tenth in the majors. Maybe it took a hit after that Texas series, because they gave up quite a few runs in that series, but it was like eighth or ninth going into that series. And it's like, how, and, and, and what, what needs more fixing as we think about the trade deadline being a few weeks away? I mean, it, it, the easiest thing to fix is the bullpen, right? Cause those guys don't take as much to acquire. Um, and, you know, they can get a rental for a couple months that really helps out. Um, they could also invent a time machine and, you know, take away Derek Falvey's phone when San Diego calls about Taylor Rogers. Um, but you know, what, what's more important getting another starting pitcher. So they might go deeper than four and a third in a lot of these games or getting bullpen help, or is it both? Do they, I mean, is, is this thing just going to fall apart if their, their arms have got to wear down at some point, because they're asking a, a lot of the bullpen, especially
1: yeah uh i i think uh equally I would say there's uh you know they haven't developed uh, i mean winder's their first starting pitcher that they've uh developed to any extent and uh okay if he joins your rotation here for the rest of the year i think he i don't know if he's you know last year he pitched what sixty innings or something like that seventy innings because he got he had an arm injury and and, uh, you know, Chris Archer, they finally uh, gave him some kind of an injury to, you know, basically get him out of the rotation so that they could not have those four in each starts anymore. He'll probably have to come back in now. But, the you know, the, the, the good thing would be is if they could actually go to a six man rotation. But with the uh, limit, uh, you know, he already runs out of relievers and they have to go to St. Paul to bring in somebody who's not that good over there. Uh, So they can't they can't do that. I'd love to see him get a starter. But, uh, you know, if I was a fan, but uh, I I don't I don't know one more, one more really good reliever, like uh, one of those Baltimore guys. They got about four of them over there. Would uh, really help, but Baltimore's probably enjoying what they're doing right now. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they got people actually coming to the games again and things like that. So they probably don't want to break up that group. But uh, yeah, I guess the, I, I don't think there's much chance of getting a a, a a starter who can really be counted on. So you could just you just got to say you got to get one more arm for the bullpen. That's for sure, and then keep slapping it together. Uh, but, uh, I, I, uh, it's it certainly, it, we've talked about it. Uh, I've talked about it with a lot of people for a team that's been in first place. Basically they were out for a couple of days since, uh, what late April, yeah. um, middle of mid late April, early May. We yeah. certainly enjoyed
0: it as much as we should. <laughs> I mean, it's No, just like, I've read dry- about that a couple of times. It's like, what? Look, we, we do need to try to have a sense of, Hey, this is kind of cool, especially after last year. And it's just, it's hard because they've lost like 15 games that absolutely feel like they kicked you in the teeth. Yes.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it is. And, and yesterday, I mean, that was a huge game yesterday. Okay. You're, you're just a little bit over yeah. halfway into the season Well, you're 90 games in the season now. So you're, you know, you're 60% of the way into the season and to come limping home from Detroit, and uh, you know limping home from uh, Arlington with a uh, getting swept in three games, you had a chance, you should have won. It would have really been a kick in the shins. So now they get, uh, you know, that was that was a, you know, Duffy getting those three outs in the bottom of the ninth was uh, one of the biggest uh, half innings of the year for this team. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, no pitchers um, for the Twins as all stars. The two, the guys that aren't surprising, I would think, got in right. Buxton and Um, Arise. um Buxton, he's like you noted, hitting what two? I think two fifteen now, but the slugging up at five fifty. Very much a very much a home run hitter. First yeah. now, he's got twenty three of those um and obviously Arise doing what I he's done. He took the 0 for yesterday but hitting 348 and slugging 449. Um he's yeah. added a little bit of uh, power to his game this year.
1: I hope nobody has the audacity to uh try to get Buxton to go to the home run derby.
0: That's Oh yeah, I'm, right.
1: I hope, he, I hope that the uh his team bans him from even considering it. Uh that would be that would be the the, uh, this, this, the way this year has gone, injury-wise and everything else, uh, having Buxton get hurt in the home run derby would probably be the topper, wouldn't it? So I, I, I'm i sure that he's not going to participate. Uh, but uh, it's going to be really interesting here in about two more weeks. What Snow's rehab time is going to be up here pretty soon. And okay. That nobody has, uh, you know, I, have you ever seen a former guy who was one of the highest profile players on a team, not the you know, for, for several reasons, one, when he was hot, he was really good. And
0: right. the rest
1: of the time, he was really bad. We thought he was going to be great. And he was never really great, but it's amazing. He just disappeared from the planet. Yes. As, far as He was concerned. They're just, there's, There's, unless you, unless the reporters push the topic, you never hear anybody, you know, when Rocco's given injury updates, they never routinely throw Snow in there. It is all over for uh, Miguel and the twins. Uh, There's no doubt about it. But then again, If he doesn't return till August, uh, you can't trade him. So what? What? What do you do? Who who do you? You know? What do you put him on waivers and hope somebody claims him? I don't
0: know. I I mean, before he got hurt, he was five for fifty-five for fifty-four this year, hitting oh ninety-three, a one forty-eight slugging percentage. He had hit one home run, but like. You, know, you go back to the Bomba Squad year 2019, he was awfully good that year, hit 34 home runs, had a 9.23 slugging. The strikeouts were still up, but not maybe as bad as they, they could have been in other years. Since then, I mean, it, it's, it's been, I mean, he, he got into last year and hit enough hot streaks that he got up to 30 home runs but it's just it's this is three years in a row now where you know if you count this year and the slow start where he just hasn't really had it going so I mean at a certain point you just got to say he's he's not the best best option on the field I mean would you rather have Miguel Sano at the plate or would you rather have Jose Miranda I mean Miranda's actually hitting pretty well lately
1: as uh, you know, he still drives me nuts, whatever they put him in the field, but,
0: uh, you know, he can hit
1: and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt they're not going to dump Miranda to make room for Miguel Sano. So I don't know what they're going to do, but, uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, he'll, he will live in uh, twins annals is, uh, one of the, uh, I, I would have to say, you know, even though he had his moments, uh, 2017 all-star game and all that stuff, uh, He's uh, he's been a great flop in uh, franchise history, and my friend Tom Hamilton from uh, the Indian, uh, excuse me, the Guardians, uh, when they were here uh, ten days ago, he went on this rant on their uh, on the broadcast, which was very un-Tom-like, saying the only reason he's not here is because he's too fat, and they got him down trying to get in shape in Fort Myers, so somebody mm-hmm. must have told him that. I don't know who, but huh. uh, that basically. More than a, more than some kind of an injury, it's they're just sick of him not being in shape or in good enough shape, even though by his standards, he didn't look that huge this year. But uh, I think it's just – he's. I think he's Chris Davis. I think that's who he's become, Chris Davis, you yeah. know, the ball guy who just they ended up uh, – you know, he just could not hit the fastball anymore the, the way it's thrown, you know, the velocity of the modern game he just couldn't hit the fastball anymore. And, and, uh, you know, if you don't hang, if the Miguel to me in the last two, three years, if you haven't hung him a breaking ball, he, he was impossible to form to get a hit, but it is a, it is an amazing thing how, uh, you go, you know, the option on him for next year is 14 million. So there's yeah. no to be here. So
0: they're, uh, they're going to love paying him $2.75 million to go away next year. aren't they? But that's a, that'll yeah. be money. Well-spent.
1: Yeah, well, they've spent six and six, six and a half million to have uh, Taylor Rogers go away too, which was, oh. uh, mm. which, but still, the oddest thing of that whole trade was the fact that they gave up many to do it. They they avoided our guy Emilio yesterday, didn't they? They yes, uh, used the bullpen for four innings, and uh, Emilio Emilio did uh, didn't uh, didn't appear among those guys. So uh, anyway, yeah, it's a God, it's a really Puzzling year for me. It, it's it's an v- extremely odd year around here, as I say. That uh, I, I guess it's modern fandom too, because yeah. you just is- instant access to commenting. That we go nuts when they uh, kick away these ball games, and uh, but then again, they've probably been in more excruciating games the last month and. Most of the time, they did not get to the finish line. Right. And there's nothing, there's nothing in baseball more that that fires up fans more than uh, a bullpen that's yes. lets leads get away, and that's yes. what's here. So it's uh, but it's uh, you know, it's certainly more fun than last year when they were uh, buried on uh, Mother's Day. Right. Yeah. So, Yes.
0: Got to take the good with the bad. Um, Patrick, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, I want to get to the wild in a minute, but let's. uh, I I was just thinking about the NBA Summer League and how you can watch pretty much every one of these games. How, you know, yeah, I get it's kind of exciting, I guess, for a fan base. And I'm not, you know, whatever people want to watch, that's their business. That's fine. I'm 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 not here to say watch this, watch that. Don't get excited about this. But the Summer League, the NBA has, is, found a way to somehow stay relevant here with basically a league with draft picks, a few of last year's players, you know, a couple of the players, maybe three, I think James Wiseman's playing in it. So that he's a third year player coming up on his third year. But like mostly it's just guys, they just filled out the roster with and they're hoping to get it. It's like, it's like watching, it's like watching a preseason game without any of the veterans and yet people are going nuts for it.
1: Dude, does anybody watch it though? I mean, I, mean, I bet they don't get a five hundred thousand a game, do they? No, don't but it,
0: they get like they get enough like social media buzz out of it that yeah. that probably is worth it.
1: Oh yeah, it is. It's something, and uh, you know the the thing about the um, wolves is uh, after trading the big guy from uh, Auburn,
0: Walker they, Kessler, yeah, they,
1: they have anybody. That we care about when are you excited to see if Wendell Moore Jr. can make a shot or not? I mean, which he couldn't. Yesterday I saw a stat, he was two for eleven or something. But I mean, what who who do we who if you sit down and watch that game? Who do you care about? I I don't I don't get it. You know what? Baseball. They have a triple A, right? And you go to the same game and you think, you've heard of some of these guys. And you think that, okay, you know, some of these guys will be here. So obviously a lot of them are roster fillers, but a lot of them be coming on. But I was at the Des Moines last year for, I was down there doing another story and I went to one of the Wolves games. Yeah. It's a bunch of guys playing that are never going to see the NBA. It's like, it's just a, you know, like Rick Barry's son, Cameron, who's I I wrote about because he's (laughs) interesting, but you got no chance to ever play. I mean, they got, they, they fill out their rosters just to have a team, but there's nobody down there that the, the rules are such that you can't like have you, you, the number eight overall draft choice is never going to be in A. you know, never going to be in that league. It's to me, it's just a big, huge waste of money by the NBA to have this, uh, you know the the minor league that they have and nobody goes to the games or crowds are horrible it's just uh it's a the the nba is amazing to me mike that that as i keep saying the draft is this way the league Mm -hmm. is this way that there's there's more basketball players than any other sport in the world except soccer and you got about four guys on each team that matter you
0: know, right. everybody
1: I mean it's amazing how quickly the draft turns into nothingness it's amazing that their minor leagues don't mean anything and development wise oh how's Nathan right Knight doing down there you know oh hey right. oh boy I'm gonna look at the box score to see if Nathan Knight got four points or eight points what uh it's uh, it's incredible to me that uh we just, you know, that, that so few players have an impact in the end. How hard it is to be impactful in the NBA is, ama- is amazing to me, you know, because you'd think that yeah. there'd be a, you know, an endless supply of uh, players who could come in and help teams, and, and there aren't, <laughs> to say the least.
0: Yeah. I was just, but, I mean, just looking at the, the, the Wolves. Um, number, who we got?
1: Summer League grass.
0: I, I'm looking at the roster right now. So yeah, the, the two draft picks, right? More Wendell Moore Jr., who was a first-round pick. So, yeah, that's fine. And then Josh Minot, um, second-round f- second pick. He didn't um, start
1: at Memphis. He's our second-rounder. He didn't start at
0: Memphis, right? Yeah. He's uh, he's upside. I'm sure he's all upside because he's 19. So they're hoping <laughs> that they find something there to to, to get to, to yeah. work with. But the rest of the roster, Kevon Harris, David McCormick. Huh?
1: huh?
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Matteo Spagnolo, I think he was a draft pick too. Matt Lewis, Jacob Giard, George Condit, the fourth, (laughs) Melvin Frazier, Khalil Whitney, Brian Bowen, the second, Terrell Brown. These are the guys that got DNP'd yesterday. Uh, Deontay Burton, Muriel Shayok, Jordan Tucker, and Philip Wheeler. Yeah, what's your summer league roster? They lost to the summer league Grizzlies 70 to 63. They shot four for 33 from three point range (laughs) yesterday. Not a good sign. And the Grizzlies shot three for 31.
1: Wow, that had to be thrilling. Really? You're kidding. So we got seven out of how many? Seventy? Seven out
0: of 66, it looks like. Seven out of, no, seven out of 64 between the two teams at a three point range.
1: Now, did that, so the Spag, is that Spagnale? Is he the guy they drafted in the second round? I think so. I
0: think he's their other second round pick, Mateo Spagnolo.
1: and I thought they were going to let him keep playing in Europe. I thought I think,
0: that, I think they are. Maybe they can make, maybe they can bring him over for summer league, and then he goes I, back. I don't know
1: because he's uh, you know. I thought they were going to stash him in the Europe for yeah. I don't, You're right. It's I mean it's just a complete fiasco. But uh, yeah, I'd rather watch the Canadian Football League than the summer league. But uh, uh, you know what? But yeah, the, the, well the one headline I saw it on. What is it? The Wiseman was playing in the Camargo. Or, uh, Golden State, so, yes. But what what do they accomplish? Because nobody really guards anybody. They go up, and you know, that was the amazing thing about the the when, when you look at the Wolves score from their summer league game with Memphis yesterday, was a seventy to sixty three. Seventy or, to sixty
0: three. Yeah,
1: 63 and they don't play any defense.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: it was like I used to say, you could lock that guy in the gym, and he'd go four for twenty eight by himself. You know. <laughs> but that seems to be that game. If you watch that game yesterday, go see a psychiatrist. Okay, there's some serious issues, pal. Whoever you are, if you watch the summer league, you got issues. There's no doubt about
0: it. Speaking of issues, let's uh, let's talk Wild here for a little bit here at the end. Um, let's talk the goal the goalie stuff is interesting. Well, let's talk Kaprizov and we'll get into the goalie stuff, the Kaprizov stuff. Um, being reported over the weekend that he's been trying to get back to the United States and he's been denied entry twice. I believe that was reported in the athletic, um, and it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's July, but this is also, um, not a country that you want to be messing around in right now. What, what do you, um, it was a, I mean, star player trapped in country, uh, is a, I didn't have that on my bingo card for Minnesota sports misery, but this is very Minnesota sports right now. They're coming off their best year in a long time. This is the best player they've ever had. And now he's caught up in whatever this is.
1: Yes. And I would imagine that when they sent that goalie, uh, that the, that the the flyers wasn't the flyers drafted. Yeah. They sent him to the, arctic to a military base I, I i i wonder what you know of course you wonder what their motivation of in invading ukraine is i mean putin's nuts but what what is their i mean arresting Brittany griner they want to trade her for a prisoner and you know they're counting on the outcry to get us to send them some evil sob in exchange but what is their motive for, uh, keeping Russians at home players. I, I don't know what the, I mean, cause it, you know, PR wise, I mean, they, I guess they're not too worried about PR when you invade a country, but what, what, what are they accomplishing by, uh, if they're going to start treating their, uh, international hockey players like this, what are they accomplishing? I, I don't, I don't get what it is. I don't get what it is. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, but, uh, we're not going to exchange prisoners for uh, Kirill and Kaprizov, you know. The U.S. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to, you know. Amy Klobuchar might write a letter asking him to let her out, but let him out. But there's, there, there's, they're not applying any political pressure on the United States by not letting Kap- Kirill Kaprizov. Although it sounds like Kaprizov was denied by us, right?
0: Yes. I think denied entry back into the U S sounds like
1: he did not have a work visa and they're not issuing him a work visa. They're investigating him about, uh, something. And when he was 17 years old and, uh, yeah, I don't know what, uh, I guess, I, I mean, why would we, uh, I, I think maybe we should relax our work visa rules here. If a guy gets a chance to get the hell out of there, uh, Maybe he can apply for some kind of uh, you know sanctuary or something. But yeah, it's bad, man. It's, I mean, the guy's a madman. It's, it's it's like you're dealing with Hitler or Stalin. So uh, who knows uh, what the hell this is going to turn out to be? But the reason they were really good last year is because Caprissoff, <laughs> because they had Caprissoff, yeah. and uh, and uh, you know what, whatever, wherever this leads to. I don't know. Are they are, are they looking for a bounty from uh, NHL teams to give them some cash to help uh, you know fund the war that you know or for, for Putin and his buddies to steal more money? Is that uh, is that what they're looking for? I, I don't know what they're looking for.
0: Who Do knows? It. Um, well, it'll be an off-season thing to watch uh, until it is resolved. If it is resolved, uh, the, the 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 more juicy. The more fun um, off-season bit of stuff is the goaltending stuff. When they signed Flurry to that two-year extension the other day, a two-year contract, um, sounds like Cam Talbot is not happy about that. Um, uh, the uh, Talbot's agent sent Garen a uh, text that said something like, we stayed at our positions. Billy has a lot to think about. Bill Garen... F-bomb on him, didn't he? He did. He said Cam Talbot's under contract. George at his agent. George can say whatever the hell he wants. My team is set right now, and that's the way it goes. We can have all the discussions we want. Cam's a member of our team. Like I said, we really like Cam. All we're trying to do is win. All we're trying to do is have good, strong goaltending, and I think we have that. (laughs) So, it's like basically like, yeah, he might not be happy that he's sharing the net next year, but guess what? He's under contract.
1: Well, his wife... Uh, the day after they were eliminated. Right. He didn't get paid. His wife went on Twitter and basically bid us all adieu, right? So right. Yeah, uh are leaving and uh and uh yeah, well Garrett, is uh he's amazing. He just tells them to all go, sh- you know, bleep themselves and uh he's gonna, you know, he's got a what, one year left at three million dollars, Talbot.
0: And, Something like uh, that, yeah. One year. he's definitely got one year left to trying to make that bridge to the guy they drafted uh what last year the number one or the first round pick they drafted last year
1: i would uh i who expected him to bring flurry back he wasn't that good right he was he was mediocre and uh you know the fact that uh obviously talbot played better than he did down the stretch and then uh and then they went with talbot uh, they went with flurry in what five of the six playoff the first years, five
0: four, yeah the first five games right
1: First five games. What? Well, how long did they last? Six? Did they win? Six. Two? Yeah,
0: they lost in six. They were they were tied two two in the series and up two one in the second period, game five at yeah. home. And then everything went to, everything was bad from there on out. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it is. But uh Garrett is a – you know what? He's a crusty SOB who's a breath of fresh air. Yes. <laughs> general managers in town you know we we now have uh uh the guy out at uh vikingville that's who's just completely full of crap we have uh falby uh who's you know still spinning the you know the same stuff and uh you know now we got uh i don't, I don't know the Wolf guy might be okay i don't think he's gonna say much he's gonna be a uh, He's going to be a, a, a doer and maybe not a, a PR type guy, but uh, it's uh, Garrett just, you know, you know, old, to, old school, uh, old school uh, hockey to say the least. I was talking to Leopold and uh, uh, the other day about the 10 year anniversary of Parisian and Suter. And uh, then he talked about Garrett. He says, Oh, he's really great. He's uh, you know, we talk all the time. He's a great communicator. And I said, yeah, but his communication is this is what I'm going to do. He said, "Oh no, no, that's not it." He he calls me up and asks my opinion, and then he does what he wants to do. <laughs> but, he, but he's he's smart enough to get my permission. He says, <laughs> he's smart enough to get my "Permission." But, he, You know, he basically uh, uh, Leopold loves him. It's it's amazing how he uh, you know how he. He, he thought Fenton was the right guy instead of garen uh, back there what four years ago I mean he he'd, he'd been he'd seen Fenton operate in uh, in Nashville and liked him as a scout but you wonder you wonder what he what he had in his mind when he decided Fenton was the guy to, to have as his general right. manager who couldn't get along with anybody and was right early old SOB who didn't do that bad as GM here, by the way, movie got rid of some people,
0: but uh, right.
1: yeah, it's, um, it's something that, and the other thing about this whole deal uh, you were talking about the summer league and the N- NHL and everything in the draft and with the drafts, you know, being back where they were, everything being pushed back still because yes. of the pandemic, the seasons are upon us here and about, I know. You know I mean, there's, you know, the hockey team got beat. So they, they, they did get a decent off season, but as far as the news cycle of the leagues, they're just jam, everything's jammed together here. So it's, uh, it's pretty amazing.
0: The news cycles are relentless. Um, really quick at the end here, loons, you mentioned to me, um, scoring, uh, scoring, yeah, three goals in each of the last three games, all three of them win. So they are back on track. The links went into the all star break on a high. They, you know,
1: 15 games and 16 goals. Mike, they had 16 goals and 15 games, and now they got nine and three games. Amazing, Adrian Magic.
0: Adrian must have changed the formation. All the fans were right. Yeah. I don't know what he did. I don't know what they did, but you know, sometimes these things just happen, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: think and... I'll probably I'll probably talk to him for a show. Might be this week uh, before they play Everton because that's so that'll be a fun one when they play his old club how yeah, about everton
1: did they get relegated they were fighting to avoid relegation they might have gotten relegated
0: i don't know i hadn't paid that much. I hadn't paid that close of attention to it let's see i don't know he's uh, best, no, yeah, they, they 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 avoided it they avoided it they uh, they beat crystal palace uh, right at the end to, uh, to to stay away from relegation
1: okay uh that was the uh, best best plan i heard about the new uh the new uh, Big Ten. Yeah, All we like, talked
0: about that last week, right? That promotion and relegation?
1: Probably top two in the bad division get to move up. I love the, it. Be fantastic. Uh, that, and yes, and the Lakes have uh, come alive too. Yes. Uh, being, uh, I'm very happy the Lakes are coming alive because it uh, allows our guy Kent Youngblood to uh, relax. Uh, Kent covers them. And uh, if you've ever had the privilege of being in the office when uh, Kent is cursing at a lakes game as he watches it on TV. It's fantastic. So he's a very involved, a beat writer for the lakes who, by the way, we now give more pub to than we did when they were winning the NBA titles, WNBA titles. The, the, the links are covered tremendously well in our paper these days. So, um, we get, we give them a lot of, ink. there's nothing for them to complain about.
0: No, well, that'll do it, Patrick. Good stuff. Let's do this again next week. All right.
1: All righty. And uh, we'll be getting closer to uh, the start of NFL training camp, which uh, makes me want to throw
0: up. You've been, You've been avoiding it for a while. You've had a nice little break. You've had a nice it, little break.
1: Great. It's been great.
0: Yes. And, and maybe
1: maybe uh, we'll have a real exciting summer league game this, this week when they go six out of 35 on their three-pointers. <laughs> Prove their accuracy a little bit. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. All right, Patrick. Yep.